Movie Guys Podcast presents our review of Star Wars The Force Awakens. You don't know the power of the dark side. You can find many episodes like this one, including written reviews, at movieguyspodcast.com. Also find us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Traveling through hyperspace like Dustin Crops, boy. So, just sit back and relax and enjoy the show. Hello, welcome everybody to Movie Guys Podcast. This is your host Eric along with Jordan and Ed and we are going to be talking about Star Wars The Force Awakens this weekend. It's a, a lot of talk, obviously. It's uh, everyone's on the top of everyone's discussion with everything. Very, very buzzworthy. Uh, big monster opening weekend and everyone feels that it's lived up to the hype so far. We're going to talk about it here this week. I'm actually excited to talk about it too just because I going into it, a lot of hype going into it. Everyone is saying that it's been... Uh, revitalized and that they love it and there are some people who are really diehard and saying that it wasn't enough that it was too safe maybe that uh, it was just a, a catering to an audience that people didn't get something in episode one and uh, I'm glad that we're gonna be talking about it right now um, guys I, I'm everyone saw it right and I think it's safe to say that this episode is going to be uh, not spoiler or spoiler friendly right we're gonna have. Uh, we're, we're talking <laughs> about everything. Tons and tons and tons and spoilers. So if you I, I haven't mean, watched yeah. the movie yet, please, 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 pause it until you do. Well, yeah, yeah pause. It's, yeah. it's definitely. We we can start off a little bit without it, but I mean, I think well, of course the people who are going to be listening to this probably have definitely already seen it. Uh, I mean, everyone, most everyone that I have seen have already seen it in the first three days. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I saw it twice. I saw it three times this week. See, there I you go. To, uh, <laughs> I, I, I was lucky enough. I got. Uh, I went to a the Greater uh, Cleveland Film Co- uh, the Greater Cleveland Film Commission. I want to give them a special thanks. They put on a show, um, a showing on Thursday, but it was uh, like beforehand um, that I got to attend. Uh, they got a bunch of cool stuff, so I would definitely. Uh, I'm, I'm going to give them a free plug. The uh, the Greater Cleveland Film Commission. Uh, I saw it on Thursday with, the, with those guys, and then I saw it uh, w- twice today. Twice today. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, so safe to say that you, you guys liked it then? Um, Joey, how do you guys um, want yes. to I mean, first thoughts, or is there just common things that maybe we should talk about? Uh, the characters that we are, are introduced to, it being a, a Finn, a ex-Stormtrooper, turned, I guess, good now. And yeah. and then the new female character, what was her name? Ryan, is that her name? Ray. Ray, Ryan. I'm sorry. Ray, Ray, yeah, yeah. It was uh, yeah the R. And uh, we're introduced to her. She obviously has some force awakening inside of her as well. And uh, new new badass, uh, supposedly uh, Kylo Ren. Uh, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we learn a, lot, a little bit about him and uh, in in what he's all about. New a new Sith Lord as well. Uh, well, here's here's the, here's the thing with that though. I was doing a little. I was tr- trying to do some research, and there's nothing on them. But here's what I sort of was thinking: in the other ones, they called them Darth, insert name, Vader, Sidious, Tyrannus. You know those. They call them. They call them that. Then Darth says, you know, that it's a Sith Lord. There are other types of Sith and Force wielders in in the galaxy. I don't. They never. I don't think these guys are Sith lords. I think there's something else. Like they they make quick mention of Kylo Ren being leader of the Knights of Ren. So he he's a he's not a Sith lord. There are different 
type, and then you know, I say, and they never call him Darth Snoke, you know. So that's that's just my thoughts on it. Again, these are brand new characters. I I looked, I did research, I tried to dig, and I couldn't find anything. Well, here's the thing. This is what they're doing. They are pretending, and I know they can't, but they are pretending that episodes one, two, and three didn't happen. Because in per in, in preparation for this, my wife and I watched four, five, and six. And not once in 4, 5, and 6 did they ever mention the name Sith or Sith Lord or Dark Lord. They always called Vader Darth Vader or the Emperor the Emperor. They never called him Darth Sidious. So the Sith is something that was created for Episodes 1, 2, and 3. So that's why I don't think they're calling him that in this. But I have my own theory about Kylo Ren. I'm not a fan of Kylo Ren. We'll talk about that as we continue on with the we, show. We, we will talk about that. Yeah. I guess we'll start off with, uh, with just overall story introduction so far. So pretty much it's uh, started off actually in a very familiar fashion with there being distress, yeah. a, uh, a chase, if you will, a, a vital piece of information. Something that is to be handed off onto a desert island as a droid wanders aimlessly looking for someone to help. It. So, mm -hmm. well, okay. I, cute, cute characters, cute, oh, you know, everyone, light humor in it as well, too, was a great touch. So, can I, yeah. you know what, to add on that, Eric, it's one thing right off the bat that I was missing, and then go right with your point. I was missing the 20th Century Fox logo. Other than that, <laughs> I was into it. And, um, boy, this is the most violent Star Wars ever because this is not a kid star wars disney did wow. disney made a non-kids friendly star wars because there's this blood, opening, there's explosion yeah oh my god this opening is arguably one of my favorites in the franchise and uh we get we get we get introduced to poe who's talking to somebody an old guy like you were saying eric uh this this old guy who i don't know who he is but he was part of the republic and gives them a part of a the, map that's... The Resistance. That, the Resistance. Sorry, the Resistance. Sorry, the Resistance. Mm -hmm. And, and, and uh, pretty much this map is part of the map to help find Luke Skywalker because he has vanished. These stormtroopers, this entrance in stormtroopers is brilliant. It is, it is dark. It is giddy. I loved Kylo Ren in this opening. What a great introduction to the new First Order. Mm -hmm. Loved it. When he used um, the Force to grab that bolt, I, yeah. that was, number one, I thought that was brilliant. And it made me think, we've got the most powerful Sith Lord we've ever had. That's what I thought at just, that time. Now, just, we'll get into other things later, but that's, yeah. that's what I thought at that time. I thought that was brilliant. Just badassery. And, yeah, and they stole a move from Knights of the Old Republic, the video game. Because in that game, I don't know if you guys have ever played it. I'm sure some of our listeners have. But there's a move if you go down the dark side in that game to where you can freeze your opponents. Nice. No, yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember that being in the movies. Uh, but I, it's not. I, I remember that. I think that's from the video games, and I thought that was brilliant. Yeah. No, it was great. I would like to ask everybody's opinion about BB-8. Does he trump R2D2? I love BB-8. Oh, that's a good question. Uh, I don't know. Um, that's, that's a. I mean, he's he's a great fit because he's a small. He's like uh, R two D two is blue. This guy's orange, very very Sonic and Tails, and it's 
<laughs> you know automatically that he's the psychic. You you know the roles. Listen, we've been yeah. on the adventure with R two D two. We've been on him uh, for six movies now. He is he's like a droid with experience. Okay, for some reason, everyone <laughs> respects R two D two. That droid has seen some some shit. That's for sure. Like, you know, he, he's going, no, yeah, yeah. So I think I would agree I, with you on that. But I do like I I do like the new the new droid. I think he's he's got humor. He's got character. That the hit design is pretty cool too. Just a little soccer ball, kind of running around. He can do a lot of acrobatic stuff. One of the cool one drive. of the brilliant one of the brilliant things I think they did with with him was even though he's still speaking in beeps and bops and whistles and stuff, he, they they worded everything and like you could kind of sort of tell what he was saying. Yeah, you know, they, like they, they Disneyfied him. Is what I like. Yeah, to that's say. exactly that's exactly it. Like I when. When he finally meets up with Ray, and she's like, "No, buzz off," and he's like, "But you could tell he's saying, but I'm alone.' Yeah, you know when he, you know, I, I I liked it in a sense because it made me feel like I was a part of it. But you're exactly right. That was the word I was searching for. It was a Disney fight. Yeah, and uh, I will say this: that's the moneymaker right this, there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is probably unpopular. I like BB-8 more than R2D2. I think he has more personality oh. than R2D2. Can, do, is, there a, is there a place you can hang yourself from? Yeah, geez, that's a... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know if I agree it was, with that, it was, man. R2 no, is... I, I'm sorry, guys, I do. Uh, BB-8, uh, I loved uh, when he was, of course, again, ahead of ourselves, but we're talking about BB-8. Um, I love the personality of him. Um, I love the fact that uh, he kind of reminded me of Wally, which I do dig that flick. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and I just, okay, like, uh, some scenes when they're... Uh, when they're uh, in the ship, which we'll spoil later what ship they're in, uh, you know, uh, he gives us a little lighter for thumbs up. You know, that's something R2-D2 didn't do before. That's that's cool. That's cute. That's for the kids, and I found myself laughing and smiling every time that guy is on screen. I love BB-8. I think he's good. Yeah, he's, he was a great addition. Like I said, there's a, there a lot of lightheartedness, and that's really what a lot of the first – prequel movies were missing is just that this is a playful movie the other four movies four five and six had banter and it had the sense of humor about it too maybe it had a, a witty one-liner that was given to you by well not familiar characters it's really good the way that they yeah. that they did that and i i feel if there's one gripe i had about the movie is that they played it too safe and they made it too familiar i agree with a lot of people who were saying that um, again how would i change it it's kind of a little bit i don't know it, because the reason why uh, you have to go to accept it because this movie is, we already know, going into it, a complete setup for next two, two other movies. So you have other questions. Uh, you're a bit underwhelmed by maybe some characters. For me, Kylo Ren in, in specific, I was a bit underwhelmed. And But, you know, that still gives a lot to the character, that he is still young. He is still learning. He is still very much on the dark side, which act impulsively and, and passionately. And, you know, so that's something that he has to learn out there. And I, 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 I agree. Potential. I agree with, with that. Um, you know, I think, you know, my, my first initial thoughts when I, when I saw it was that, you know, I was, I was, I thought JJ Abrams was playing almost too much homage to the story. He wasn't necessarily changing it until, you know, we obviously get to a point, but he didn't do that. What he did with Star Trek in the sense of changing the entire timeline. I, I think that he, I, I, at least it's my thought is that he paid almost too much homage to the previous films. Um, I don't think he paid homage to it. I think he played a lot of things safe, like Eric is saying, but mm -hmm. 
what I don't like, my biggest gripes about the film is Starkiller, The First Order, and Kylo Ren. Those are my three biggest gripes of the whole movie. Well, um, what, what don't you like about The First Order? Let me ask you that. Um, that weapon was you? badass. No, no. <laughs> yes, no. yes, yes. Thank no. you. Somebody else that likes this. <laughs> no. That Start- weapon oh my was, was pretty cool. It, it looked intimidating. It, it, it was just like the way that they, they, they do it is where it's supposed to surround a system or planet or, or whatever and just absorb the sun and use it as its, its source. And then hitting multiple mm-hmm. targets like that too, that was actually a really oh. cool thing where they looked up and did this, as you would see it in the cosmos, just beep, 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 beep. It was, that was I, actually pretty cool. I totally agree. I think that the, that the weapon, the Starkiller base, which by the way, adding into homage, that was Luke's original last name was Starkiller. Yeah. But at, you know, I, th- I love that idea because you can tell just by listening to the way, the way they make these characters. Kylo Ren wants so desperately to be his grandfather. Uh, Snoke wants so badly to be Sidious. So what are the two of them going to do? The two people who want so badly to be their predecessors, they're going to build what their predecessors built twice, but bigger and badder. Uh-huh. That's what Starkiller Base was, and that's why it worked for me, because these, the people who are there doing this, making these decisions, want to be these people so badly that they do exactly what they do. And they also make the same mistake that they did. Uh, okay, look, okay, this is for me. Uh, my opinion about the Starkiller base, it's, it's ridiculous. Now, first off, it's Star Wars. I'm not going to this movie for realism. I'm not at all. <laughs> I'm not going into this movie expecting the Dark Knight realism. I'm not doing that. Oh, you don't, think you can, you don't think you can use the Force, Jordan? The baby in the bedroom, because I am trying to be a dad. But anywho, uh, how, many, how many Bud Lights have you had, sir? Um, I have three out of a twelve pack left. But anywho, um, this is this is my point. This is why I saw this movie twice. Certain movies that I'm such a fan of, I have to see twice. One as a fan, and the second time as a critic, as a reviewer, I have to. The Star Killer base makes no logical sense whatsoever and i'll explain my point to you guys on this and please, please tell me if i'm being a jackass go ahead first of all the first order is coming out of the ashes of the empire right the rebellion won they created the republic what did the republic say hey these guys are uh turning a planet into a to a base let's go check that out no that didn't happen come on you gotta tell me that they did this in 30 years that's that's issue one Issue two is the planet. It's it. The base is a planet. It's not the Death Star. It doesn't move. It just orbits around the sun. No, I'm not a scientist. However, though, what would happen to our Earth if there's no more sun? Everything would die, right? Yeah. Not instantly, but yes. They take the fucking sun. They don't take energy. They take the whole damn thing into the planet and use that as a weapon. So what? You can only use the weapon once, because the planet's not going to move to another solar system. No. That makes no sense. Okay, let's let's assume that there's some sort of propulsion system on the planet, much like maybe we assume that the Death Star did too. Because how the fuck is the Death Star floating from over here, where they where they manufactured it, over to Alderaan, or just you know? So I base it off of that logic right there too, because they didn't just okay. build that thing in front of Alderaan either. So I'll no. use that logic to to counter yours and just say that's that's what they're kind of going for. 
It just, it just didn't make any sense, you know, because it's like, hey, let's take all the energy from the sun and use that as a big giant mega weapon. Cool. <laughs> I guess. Uh, assume cool. if they can build the weapon yeah, that it, they it, can move the weapon. Yeah, a, but a, it's like it's about it's, it's, Jordan. It's, Jordan, it's a valid point that you know, in theory, if you because all planets move around the sun scientifically, like we all have they we all have our orbit around our sun, therefore those ones should as well. Yeah. Um, but however, the short period of time, because it takes them what twenty minutes, and I and it was nice that I I actually timed it the third time, and it's in real time. When they say fifteen minutes, ten minutes, two minutes, it's in real time. So everything well, at that point is happening in real time. But so let's just say it takes tw- it takes them twenty minutes to 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 drain the sun. It's not. I, I don't think it's going to be able to have enough gravitational reaction to change anything. Um, in terms of like the rotations of the pl- of the orbits, because they're already moving. These things are so freaking big that they're not going to stop in, within half an hour. With that being said, your point, you, you, I think you stumbled on it. If, now they're already a, a snow planet; they're far enough away. But the planets that are closer, if they have ecosystems, would freeze. Yeah, they would. You know, so but- I, I, so they're. I, I think you're both right. It's brilliant, but like Jordan, also like you said. Scientifically, probably not possible. But you also did say that this isn't—you're not going in this movie thinking about realistic things either. No, God, no. But I'm just saying that if you take the energy from the sun, it seems like it's a one-shot close. Well, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, I would just assume that they—they they would just kind of go to another star that's just close by and just kind of use the same fucking thing. And they would. That makes sense. That makes sense. Because uh, but, I mean, like, they're able to shoot that thing. You know, with with dead eye accuracy, it hit eight of its targets. You know, and this, mm-hmm. so you know, assume that you know, taking a a sun's energy, a star's energy, is is on the plate of just like, yeah. yeah, we got that. Don't worry about it. It's you know. Oh yeah, no, true, true. Because the first time I saw the movie, I was like, oh my god, this is great. And then you know, today I watched, and I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> wait a minute, this makes no sense. Wait a minute. Because uh, and of course, like I said before, because we have a lot to discuss, and I know this, you know, we got a lot to talk about. But the first order to me is just ridiculous. It is if if the original trilogy was tiptoeing around the, the idea that these are Nazis in space, this movie hits you over the head with the bat with it. I mean, especially that's that. That's why I like. That's why I like them. That's so, why I like them. So if we're going to go into the politics in, in this, much like in episode two, we can do that. The galaxy, as we know it, there is a very, very big one, too. And much like how the world, our planet, is separated into different countries, we know what's going on, but it is hard to monitor everything at all the, at all the time. And so if you're at this point of the galaxy over here, and they're over here on this point of the galaxy, you know, you could probably get away with a lot of shit before somebody is, is here, you know? Or you could just kind of move it. I mean, space is pretty I fucking get big. You. you know. Yeah, I get yeah. you. Space, I get you. Space politics is very much a bitch. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, but, I, but it's I Star think... Wars, and we can just feel that again. They them being a the first order is still very much a presence, and they probably have a lot of control over whatever planets they that they've already controlled over. So even if they yeah. were dismembered, dismantled, and just kind of whatever the hell, there were definitely still families, areas. You know, little smaller uh, things that they had that were still kind of very much yeah. empire. Yeah, yeah I, I like the idea of, of the First Order because, number one, they're fam- they're familiar. It's a familiar idea. And, and, you know, like, you can't really deviate from what was created. Like, the first three we knew were building to four. To four. 
So you have to take the world that was already given us in 4, 5, and 6, and you have to build from that what would happen. You've got loyalists who probably got together, and they created an idea, and then somebody, somewhere along the lines, found, or maybe it was Snope, or Snoke, uh, you know, found the idea of bringing it all back together, possibly because he wanted to be Sidious, and now the roles are reversed. We have a, pl a government that's back in place, the Republic, the one that was there for one, two, and three, and, you know, was obviously the rebellion one in six, so they rebuilt the Republic. Yeah. Now the the imperialists are the rebellion. Yeah. The people who want to reinstall Darth Sidious and Darth Vader and the in the imperial rule of government for the for the for the galaxy, you know, they're now the rebellion, and that's why I like it. And they even show, and they even allude to they still have clone troopers that they can use that are at their disposal somewhere. Yeah. So, but they've they've obviously over they, they've 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 taken over a couple of, of planets. They had to have because Finn, who we were introduced to almost right away in that first battle. Later, yeah, let's talk about him. Later on, when he's when he's talking, he says, "I was taken from a family I'll never know." So my only assumption is that when these planets were were taken over by the the first order, they just took all the babies and trained them as soldiers. More and likely. How, yeah, and how many soldiers did we see in that first scene when 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 uh, Ron Weasley's brother, I mean, I mean Hux, General Hux, yeah. when he's uh, <laughs> when uh, when he's giving that uh, inspirational speech, is the thing you've built, the thing you've done, you know, we're now going to end the Republic, thank you know, and they're they're all happy about it. You know, these are, I mean, how many people did we see? So they've sure. they've got a decent army, and they've had to have taken over a few a few systems at least. True. Well, okay, okay, fine. So if you want to talk about that, because nobody wants to listen to the show about the politics. Oh. <laughs> uh oh. oh. Did, did we lose Jordan? Yeah, yeah, we did. Well, either way, that's fine. We'll just keep it going. I, <laughs> we, he'll, he'll join back. I don't know what happened there. His connection. Yeah. There he goes. Okay, uh, sorry. There we go. There we go. Yeah. Jordan, I, don't, I, I think yeah. you've lied about how many Bud Lights you've had. I didn't do anything. I'm just – anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, okay, so Finn. I like Finn. Uh, I don't like Poe that much. I don't see the big deal of Poe. But I do like Ray a lot. Um, you know, I I agree with what you said. Let's, let's talk about Finn. Let's pick Finn because he was what you – he was the first one you talked about. Yeah. The idea of Finn, when I was looking at the, the previews and, like, I don't know if you guys were thinking, they fucking deceived us because I thought Finn – was going to be the Jedi. Nah. So, yeah. I, I'm naturally disappointed in his character. How do you know that uh, he uh, isn't? How, well, however... How do you know he's thing. not we, like we, Mace Windu's grandson? That's the thing. We don't know that, and that's why it's brilliant. I I think this character... Now, I wish they would have taken a little longer and maybe explained his backstory a little more, but, you know, that's that's just me being picky. They did. This is no, a two and a half hour long. I wish it was a half hour long movie. I wish it was for <laughs> everybody. I wish they would have done a little bit more for everybody. Like yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But that's the thing about J.J. Abrams. He he leaves you wanting more and thanking him for not giving it to you. How long was that movie? So two, two hours thirty four minutes. Or, not, yeah, was it the two right hours time. and twelve? I thought I believe. Was it really? Was it? 
Yeah, 2012. That actually flew by. Now that I think about it. I want. Well, uh, when, I, I yeah, you could be you could be right, Jordan. I, I don't remember. I thought it was 234, but that could be with credits. Well, here's the thing, though. Okay, Finn. I like Finn, but the reason why that I'm glad that we were deceived is because guess what? They did something that we haven't that they haven't done in Star Wars yet. They gave us a strong female. And especially a strong female Jedi. Now, I'm not mm -hmm. one of those guys that are the whole feminist thing. I mean, I'm not going to even get into that debate here. However, though, I think it's wonderful because here's the scoop. She is a part of the Skywalker family somehow. And somehow. I can't wait to, And because there's no way. There is no way that she is just a happenstance Jedi. There's no way because we have not seen that in any of these movies. Correct, correct me if I'm wrong, you guys. The Force is hereditary, yes? No. No? No. No? Okay. So then we, we, we're not, we don't have the, the, that next thing is where it has to be a member of the family. But Although we are led well, to believe that because... Yeah, you, it, you could say that it is. You could easily say yeah. that it is. Um, I don't know about... I mean, do you guys remember the... I forget which trailer it was, but it's the one where Luke gives that speech... Yeah. He's not set, you don't the see him. The force is strong with you know, my but family. It's... My sister has yeah. it. My father had it. Yeah. Now you have it too. So we're led to think now that she is a member of whether it be Skywalker, whether it be you know Solo, whether it be what, whether it be eight. Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru, you know, whether it be them, somebody along the line, you know, she's eight, related so. to this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah um, she has to be. I like her though. I think she's a great character, and I love this actress. This is her first movie, and she not only is a great actress, she is beautiful as well. And I followed her every step of the way. I believed everything about her character, and I'm glad that she was the big. She she had the big uh, battle at the end. She had a nice, I was uh, a nice background. Time. Yeah, she had a nice background. Yeah, her, her, the, uh, yeah. left on the planet, counting the days for the family that's supposed to come back. So yeah. Was, yeah, uh, and I'll I will say that, yeah. I want to be. I just want to be honest with you guys right up front. I naturally at first hated it. Like when I when when I you know put two and two together and realized that they were doing with with her, you know, I, my thought process was Jedi are men, you know, and the women are weaker. And that, at first, and that's wrong. I was way off, and I was so wrong because that was my natural misogynistic thought process going to where. All the Jedi have been strong, and they've been mad, and I'm a man, and I want to see that. And boy, was I fucking wrong. I loved her. Oh, yeah. I think Rey, you know, because, like, it show, she shows us that the Jedi Order are fucking wrong. You do not have to be trained in the Force to be able to wield it. No, you know, she, but she has to control it. She, Though she's not in she, control. She, she learns not. on the fly. She learns on the fly how to control it. When we when she, when the scene with mm. Kylo Ren and her, when he's trying to 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 use a Jedi mind trick and go into her brain and find it, find that map, and she fights him and reads his mind, it just throws everything we've known about the Jedi Order out the window. Now, because I, they I will, say I will say with with that too is that I I believe that she must have felt something before that too because. The it's called the Force Awakens, and before we even get a full introductory of all of this, you hear Kylo <sighs> Ky, Kylo Ren. You there? You all right? Kylo yeah, Ren. Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, you well, welcome back, drunkie. <laughs> no, it's I think it's my I think it's my Wi-Fi. Continue though. 
Okay. We hear that Kylo Ren and Snoke talking, and he had asked, yeah, "I something, you know, do you feel it? Like the Force Awakens, pretty mm-hmm. much. So they feel something, and it, it would have to be her, don't you think? Like there has to be some sort um, of vitalization. This just where you kind of feel it all over again. I mean, because Luke has already been on the planet, so that's just kind of you already know. You would feel his ass if he was. You'd be like, holy shit, wait a second. Dude, that's totally Luke Skywalker. Feel that shit immediately. But when you feel something <laughs> new, they're talking about like there's there's this something new. They, they there's something else. I can feel someone else's power level. It's rising. It's getting to be like a thing now to where we actually have to talk. Like lines are being exchanged. I feel this. And so that's I, you would assume that that's got to be her. And you can kind of put piece all that shit together and and maybe think that you know she's part of the Skywalker family because. Ben is Leia's kid, so come on, like. Well, no. yeah, but he, here's the thing. Here, here's the thing. I just want to uh, address with that. I, you would, I do. You know, I, I've I've seen the movie now, and I I don't want this isn't me saying it in this kind of way, but it's like I've seen it three times, so I've I've reobserved some things, and then I got to just watch it the third time with this show in mind, and then I I sent you guys some links that I also. You know, paid attention to for the third showing. Yeah, well, I read in, those. Yeah, when when she touches what is now literally a horcrux because she touches it in the forces, it is now all of a sudden awakened within her. <laughs> but yeah, but she touches Luke's lightsaber. Now, and you get that flashback scene in there, and I heard it. And there's a scene, and you know, I, that's why I love the Nerdist. I, I, I would highly recommend you know all of our listeners go to go to the Nerdist. You know. Uh, and, and read some articles. The, you can clearly hear Yoda's voice. You can clearly hear young Obi-Wan Kenobi and old Obi-Wan Kenobi. You know, Yoda, I don't, I don't make out, I can't make out what he says, you know, because he always talks backwards and it's a split second. And then right after that, you can hear, you know, uh, Sir Alec, uh, Alec Guinness saying Ray. Now, he's obviously passed away, and the article said that they got it from the word afraid. But then you hear Ewan McGregor's voice saying, these are your first steps. So, yes, they're banking on her now because she, is, she has a body, and these people are, are you know, at the, as we saw at the end of Six, are ghosts in their, at their most pure. You know, so, but... My thought process then, and you know, and, and tell me if I'm out of, you know, I'm out of here, or if I'm drunk and I'm high, or whatever. But my thought process leads to you're drunk and you're high. Not ju- <laughs> it's not just her being awake. It, you know, it's that the everybody, all these past Jedi now are they're still there. Their Force ghosts aren't gone. You don't just theoretically go by the wayside as a Force ghost that we saw at the end of six. So, you know. Be- Obi-Wan Kenobi, Yoda, and Anakin are still out there somewhere, probably communing with Luke, but maybe it's them. This is now where they've come back, and they're like, holy shit, we need to fucking do something because you know, the Republic is going to be gone. They can probably see that much in the, into the future, and, that, and they can see the way things are going, and they know what the First Order has, and they know what's all going on there. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But you know, they need to now protect the Republic, which is going to be gone, and the Resistance, which will be, then re-become the Republic. Because that's what the Jedi Order is, is they're defenders of the Republic, right? Yeah. Well, yes and no. I mean, that's – but 
I agree with what you're saying about it. I don't think that it's going to go that deep in the in the franchise, though. Uh, I just think they're going to give know. us some ham thing and move on. But I will say this, though, you know, because we don't want the show to go on forever. Uh, there's only one moment in the movie where I was legitimately shocked and jaw to the ground laughing. And that's when they were running away from the TIE fighters. And they said, hey, let's go to this ship to escape. No, don't go. This one's a piece <laughs> of junk. And yeah. the piece of junk ships the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? That was amazing. That was that that was a great reveal. I think that was a beautiful reveal. That was so wonderful. And I smiled the entire time. And then eventually we get to see Han and Chewie for the first time. And boy does Harrison Ford look tired. Mm-hmm. He's just there for <laughs> Yeah, that's it. I like I like that. Oh, do we do we lose Jordan again? I, it looks like it. <laughs> yeah, I, I going on his point. I think that was a beautiful reveal. I mean, you could kind of sort of see it coming, but maybe not really. Uh, Harrison Ford, um, as as Jordan was saying, yeah, he looks tired, but he's also just split up with his wife because of how depressed they are that their son destroyed the Jedi Order. Yeah, you know so. You know, so he misses his well, wife. That's obvious, but they've just—that's why he looks old. Uh, Jordan, are you back? Is that is no? That yeah, it's—it's it's my damn Wi-Fi. I think so. Mm-hmm. Screw it. Let's well, move on. Either way, those <laughs> both both of them were looking pretty uh, pretty rough. Like they've been in a few battles, I guess. But, but yeah, but, yeah uh, Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher was bitching that she had to lose thirty-five pounds for this movie. I didn't see that. Well, her face sure <laughs> showed that she didn't. Yeah. Yeah, like, uh, that, that was just, sorry. I apologize to Carrie Fisher. That was that was kind of a mean joke, but you know it was. Uh, well, whatever. She's she's a general, and she's she's been around, you know. That's, yeah, yeah. That's fine. And they 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 give she the has, line that it's not like Harrison you know, Ford was any better. I mean, geez, that guy's looking old too. Come on. So <laughs> it's it's been thirty years. Like that's fucked. Woo. They look good for they look good for thirty years. Yeah. Can I say though that the uh, can I say that the only part of the movie where I kind of got taken out of it was when uh, Han and Chewie came in, and then uh, those uh, scavengers or whatever were on the ship as well, and they were fighting the Raptors, Raptors, Rat, yeah, something like that, Raptors. I don't, I don't know what the hell they that doing. that seemed out of place. That didn't seem like that that didn't seem like a Star Wars flick to me. That whole segment. Oh yeah, um, that's a little. Uh, I, I understand that. That's actually very, very Star Trek. Uh, it, it seemed weird. That was actually very. Star Trek. I was, but I mean, like, yeah, the, I was thinking the same thing. The idea of it wasn't like anything that is not out of character. They are smugglers, and they are smuggling those fucking things or whatever for for something. Yeah, I mean, it it, it's, just, it just seemed weird. Well, yeah, with with yeah, but with that being said, they had to find some kind of transition to get. Han and Chewbacca back in the Millennium Falcon, and and then move the story. Well, you know, maybe it lasted a little too long, but that there, that was the I, I couldn't think of any other way for them to get out of it. Well, think of all the other movies. There's there have always been creature encounters in the other movies. Like the the mm-hmm. Rancor is obviously one of the most popular fight scenes that we've seen. You know, but uh, you know it, it's it's not too out of character for Star Wars, but it did seem a little. Uh, I don't know. I, I actually like that it was pretty cool. The tentacles and the and the rolling it was like a critter, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. thank you. I thought of the same thing too. It was like critter, but I, I can't see this in case you just want to talk about creatures. This does bring back Star Wars because majority of this movie was practical. They shot it on location, unlike the prequels, which was all fucking green screen. And 
I actually believe the worlds they were in because of these aliens. It's just these 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 cores just seemed they were all CG. They seemed out of place. It just seemed a little weird. And that was and, that was very George Lucas esque. And, and that's and, and yeah. seeing trying and, and seeing Harrison Ford try to run, it's just not something somebody <laughs> needs to see. Yeah, isn't that where he hurt himself though? Like he hurt himself, he hurt his leg, and then J.J. Abrams trying to come save him and hurt his back. Yeah, at least at least uh, they, at least they used the footage. At least <laughs> they used the footage. No, but it was it was fun. It was fun. Um, of course, we got BB-8 and Finn going with each other on it. That was great. But if we want to talk about some serious shit, Kylo Ren and Jordan oh. have a love-hate relationship right now. I love Kylo Ren. I want to hear why you hate him before I explain why I love him. Well, I want to hear what Eric has to say, too, but my opinion is Kylo Ren is trying so desperately hard to be his grandfather. And he's a whiny, yeah. pimple-faced teenager. Much like his grandfather. Exactly. Much like his grandfather. However, though, they do it wrong. I get it, though. I think it's clever. I think it's clever when he removes his mask, he looks normal like everybody else. That's fine. I like that. I think that's clever. However, though, he wasn't good with the Force, and even his lightsaber was uh, half-hand put together because he's just weak. And I didn't like that. Now, is he going to be stronger in Episode Eight? He may, but I was – okay, and this is my point, and I'm going to shut up. I'm sorry. They fucked with me, and I don't like that because the beginning of the flick, he scared the living shit out of me. He came out of that uh, space cruiser, massacred an entire village, badass, darker than Vader. And then as the movie progresses, he's, he's pulling on his tampon strings, and it's just <laughs> – it pisses me off. <laughs> I, 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 here's, here's my thought on it. Um, I loved Kylo Ren for the exact same reasons you hate him. Really? It, yeah. Uh, you know, it's like I said earlier. They want so badly to be their predecessors. Kylo Ren, Ben Solo, wants so badly to be Darth Vader. And they even say he's got so much Vader in him that... Yeah. Like they like the the actor who played him, who I was ironically watching Girls all at the same time. I don't judge me for that. I kind of like that TV show. But, Never heard of it. But the the, the the there's a the guy who plays Kylo Ren. I forget his name's Adam something. He, he plays, plays uh, he, yeah. He, yeah he plays a guy in Girls. Um, but he he's he wants to be his grandpa so badly that he puts on that mask. He fakes it. He's faking it. And he even acknowledges the, the scene right after they give the big reveal that he is Han Solo's son. Right, right after that, and he's talking to the mask of his grandfather. Of Darth, it's Darth Vader's mask. He's talking to it, and he says, I think Snoke can feel that it's pulling me back to the light. Tell me what to do. Show me what to do. He is a whiny bitch. Just like the biggest complaint everybody had about Hayden Christensen being Anakin Skywalker. He was a whiny little bitch, and that's why I fucking love him because they they basically acknowledge the fact, and that, I think you know that's that, that's them saying Hayden Christensen played a whiny bitch. Now whether that was him or that was the direction he was given, that's up for you know conversation. But they played this character that way, that they said Anakin Anakin Skywalker Hayden Christensen was a whiny little bitch. 
and so is his grandson, just like, just like how Vader was, and that's that's why I love it. Uh, you know, Eric. I mean, I don't know if you what your thoughts are on it. Um, go ahead and finish. No, but I, I think he's. I, I, that's why it was brilliantly directed, and that's why I think that that actor. I can't remember his name's Adam something. It begins with an S. I think. I don't want to. I don't want to watch it, but he played that role perfect and that role was written perfectly they're not ready they thought they were it was a premature uh they they prematurely did what they did they weren't ready and that's when snoke says you know at the at the end of the film when the planet is being you know is becoming the sun they say uh, he tells uh, snoke tells hux bring bring kylo ren to me he needs to finish his training and then obviously we see you know at the end of the movie uh, Ray handing uh, Luke his original lightsaber, the f- the one from four that he loses, or excuse me, the one from, the one that he loses when he loses his hand. But uh, I said it was in five, not four. I apologize. Uh, but uh, you know that's it, it, overall with that character. I think I think it was it was a perfect character. There's no way they could have done it any any differently. Okay, Eric, what do you think, buddy? To to be quite honest, I I hated him at first just because I felt that he was just very underwhelming. I wanted a little bit more from it, you know, because Darth Vader is a very hard act to follow. Darth Maul is even a hard act to follow. <laughs> um, so that's a bit that's a bit rough to compare that to. But the more I uh, think about this, is really why I wanted to go see it again. But I had enough to you know, pretty good with with movies. Um, I I do believe that everything was very very well done and just completely in setup for the next movie. That's exactly what it was. Um, so the dark side, as you know it, I mean, is a very passion driven uh, uh, part of the force. I mean, they act very much. You know, Anakin was very emotional, as we all know. There, right? And anyone from the dark side was pretty much just just that's what that's what it was. It consumes you, and you act out just out of hate. Quick, spike, fucking fast action shit. But he, uh, like, what? He was in training with Luke. That's what happened. And then something had happened, obviously. Luke felt so bad about it that he was just like, well, I need to go hide, actually. And he's got to be in hiding, we can safely assume, for maybe 15 years, 15 plus years. uh, Assuming that uh, dude at uh, Ben is maybe 30-something years old. It was just 30 years after the Battle of Endor. I'm gonna, yeah, yeah, I'll agree with so, that, we'll, that. So yeah. we'll, we'll just assume just for argument's sake to do that. Either way, if my numbers aren't too far off, that's what it is. But at the same time, something then must have happened because Ben was cool, Ben being Kylo Ren, everybody, Ben was cool with, with everybody and obviously going into training for, for Luke. And then something happened where Luke felt bad left and he ben hates both of his parents never to see them again going to war against them and i'll announce the spoiler right now killing his father han solo on the bridge like yeah like something must have happened there and well, we this, don't well, know yeah. that yet well, here, and he's doing the, it and just as you guys said hold on just as you guys had said that he acted too early out of this obviously he did but something that it must have been fucking dark i think that's gonna be our, our big reveal at the end that's gonna be the twist yeah, I actually agree with you on that, Eric. It, yeah, it's 100% true. Yeah, I agree. So I can only it, hope it, that through this journey, through this journey, that Kylo Ren doesn't pussy out and be like, oh, well, I never made it. I hope that he does some achieve some level of just badassery that he is his 
you know, his inspiration, Darth Vader, and more maybe. That I want him to be like this fucking ultra super. That mask and the voice is too badass to ignore that. I, I love the fucking just the costume design on that. It is it is so awesome. That saber is pretty cool too, with the just the jaggedy, unstable fucking lady, the beam where it's just rough and ragged and you can just see like the little strips just kind of just kind of getting out just you can tell that it's just a, a messy a fucking blade uh, i love it i love it I, I thought the actual presence that he's supposed to be giving to you the image the the emotion is there i really like it but i hope that they develop the character and i'm sure that they will a much more because we just need to we just need to know that we need that part that's that's a, yeah. one of the missing pieces in, in the construction of the saga of, of Kylo Ren. I agree with you. Yeah, 100%. If, because... if I can – I just want to add one thing real quick. Um, if you, we had, we, you had mentioned passion, a, a key word, you know, as, as you know, about Anakin turning into Darth Vader and, and, and Ben Solo turning into Kylo Ren. If, I don't know if either of you know it, and I, I just pulled it up so I can get it verbatim, but there, there is a Sith code. And they mention it in a few video games and books and stuff like that. But the, the code reads as follows. Peace is a lie. There is only passion. Through passion, I gain strength. Through strength, I gain power. Through power, I gain victory. Through, my, through victory, my chains are broken. The force shall set me free. So that's what they were looking for is passion. That's what turns somebody to the dark side. Is that passion? Look, <clears throat> I think we're, I think we're going to get what happened between Kylo Ren and Luke in Episode Eight. I think that's going to happen. I think we're going to get that flashback. However, though, I think Kylo Ren is what all of us three here on this show—maybe not all three of us, but possibly—have had struggle with. And I think that it's the pre-adolescence. I want to stop following in my parents' footsteps and create my own path kind of a pre-adolescence thing on him I think in episode 9 he's going to turn to the good and I think he just doesn't know where he is I think he's lost and I think that shows in his character especially when in one moment he's slaughtering a village of people and the next moment he's throwing a, tantrum, a tamper tantrum by destroying a computer because they lost the map yeah he, he's dead though I'll, I'll, I'll call it right now buddy I, he, that dude's dead do Kylo end, Ren. End of the <laughs> series. Uh, I don't even know. Uh, he might even make it until until two, and then get a can there, and then we might see something else too. That's a bit extreme, and I hope that they don't do that. But uh, I I would be willing to put money on it right now that Kylo Ren is definitely dead by the end of the <laughs> end of the, the trilogy. If that's what we're going to be getting. Oh no no no. Oh yeah, I hundred percent think so. What I think is going to happen, unfortunately, I don't know. But my theory is at this moment they're going to Darth Vader him and make him realize he's good at the end. Before his ultimate demise. Here's okay. It, it sounds like the perfect time now, and you know, I don't know, Jordan, if you want to go first, or Eric, if you want to go first, because there's no, there's, I, you know, we, we'll all look, and there's no, there's no books written yet, nothing. I mean, there, there's some in the making and everything, but do we want to theorize now what's going to happen? I mean, uh, Eric, you have not talked much, buddy. Do you want to take this first? There's a. There's a few different things right now because any theory right now about what the ending is um, is, is a really, really long stretch. There we were introduced to a lot of characters, and we saw one stormtrooper already uh, turn his back, and you already know that these stormtroopers are not clones whatsoever, and so they can kind of have attitudes and make decisions, okay? That's just what they do. 
Uh, or maybe maybe they were, there's still maybe some clones. Who knows? But either way, with that happening, too, because we saw Captain Phasma do some... I mean, like, what is she doing? Because... She, she was kind of established presence, but all she did was really willingly kind of disable the shields on the oscillator or whatever the hell it is for the for their uh, uh, their weapon. So that was kind of like, hmm, where is she at? How, you know, <coughs> so maybe that's a little more backstory we can get into too. Or if they're just going to ignore her character and have her be Boba Fettish, that's fine. And what's going to happen, like I said, is, is, really, is really tough. I, I think that we're going to get... A lot of Luke. I don't think he's gonna see much action. That, or maybe like some 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 pre shit where he doesn't have to move too much, you know? Because he's, yeah. oh, I'm a master. <laughs> uh, uh, kids, I don't, I don't have to do anything. I'll just. He did look a little fat. <laughs> I like the beard and long hair though. That was pretty uh, pretty legendary, I guess. Obviously. Um, yeah. I think there was a reason, obviously, why they sent her because they f- figure it. You're the you're the resistance or whatever the hell it is, and you're read, you're led by Leia, who's General Leia, who's been searching for her brother for however fucking long. She's trying to read uh, to stop the First uh, Order or what the hell they called again. The First Order. The First Order. You're right. Okay, and she's trying to stop see them you, from from see you blowing up there. Pits there. You're good. <laughs> from I, I'm surprised that I'm so accurate so far. But she's, like, stopping them from blowing up planets, you know, like, and she's doing a damn good job of that, too. She just gets this map. Hey, this is where Luke is. We just, like, killed a whole bunch of people, like, to get this. So I'm going to go ahead and say that this is where he is. Uh, she's like, okay, I found the map. Who am I going to send? <sighs> My top pilot? No, can't send you because you already did all that shit with the map. No. Uh, let's see. Can't send Han. He's He's dead. Let's see, Chewbacca, do you want to go? Okay. And then this other chick. You know what? Hey, other chick, how about you just go, here's the lightsaber, and you give it to that guy. Randomly? No. It's like, oh, wait, I know who this, this chick is. Maybe you should get to it because you got to ask your dad some questions. Yeah, that's a good theory, man. That's very good. So what that's going to happen, she, she'll, she'll persevere, uh, I'm sure. She'll be a big, a big character. I don't hope they don't make her more damsel. I think they make her more heroine. Uh, that would be yeah. pretty cool. She she's obviously very, you know, very fucking Anakin esque. Obviously, where she's just yeah. tinkering with toys. She can just knows how to pilot everything. She's just kind of gifted. Damn, she's actually possessing more qualities of Anakin. Oh, holy shit! Time up. Let's just let's Uh-oh. just step back here, Uh-oh. right here. Uh-oh. I might need to smoke this again. We're seeing qualities. Both of these children are expressing qualities that Anakin has expressed. Because you get the whiny bitch side from from Kylo Ren. The, the impulse, the the Padme, no, you know, and just like this crazy shit, you betrayed me, and just all that, that raw emotion there, but you're also getting that, that goodness that, that little Anakin was when he was, you know, just a slave on pretty much the same way that how they both are, actually. They're both around different yeah. planets, just kind of picking up scraps and doing what they can, just trying to survive, right? Mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. that is interesting. That's interesting theory. I... Here, here's something fun. And if you don't believe me, go to IMDb. Oh, they're going to die together. Here, here's my theory. <laughs> here's my theory. Bond and Star Wars will combine. That's what's going to happen. Listen, I've had a little bit of hash oil and I'm about a half a bottle of whiskey in, but I don't think they're going to have James Bond and Star Guess Wars. Guess what? Here's the Daniel- thing. I... 
Daniel Craig is in this movie, by the way. I just want to point that out. I know. That's he's, what I was gonna he's, say. The he's the stormtrooper. He's the stormtrooper. Storm- yeah. Yes, that where she when she learns and she convinces the stormtrooper to open the door and and leave his gun. That's Daniel Craig, and that's Eric, did you know that? amazing. Yeah, I, was, I actually wanted to talk about the the because I stayed for the credits, and I was just like, wow, there are a lot of names in here that are, yeah. are pretty funny. Uh, Bill Hader. Uh, DBA, uh, a BBA consultant, voice consultant. Yeah. 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 I was so shocked when I heard that Daniel Craig was that stormtrooper that she mind forced thing, whatever, mind control. Yeah, there was a, there was a lot of people in here. Uh, Simon, yeah, Simon, Simon Pegg. Pegg is, yeah. Uh, Judah Freelander, if you guys know uh, him at all, was in it too. Uh, there's, there's a lot of fucking, a lot of people. Mm-hmm. No. Eric, I actually agree with your theory. I think she is uh, Le- uh, Luke's uh, daughter, and uh, I think uh, we're going to get that reveal in the next flick. And I think they're going to have an epic battle. But I will say this, though. I don't know if you guys agree with me or not. The one thing that I do miss from this movie that I got from the prequels that I liked was a pretty epic lightsaber battle. This seemed very uh, old trilogy to me. And since the new trilogy was so choreographed beautifully, which maybe all of us can probably agree on that, that regardless what we think of the, of the, of the new trilogy, those, those fights were pretty awesome. The, um, the dog I, fights were really cool. Yeah. yeah. I, was, I was missing that in this. I was, I was hoping, okay, Finn's not a Jedi, so he's going to just, you know, do whatever. But as soon as Ren got it, I thought, I mean, sorry, Ray, I thought it was going to be beautifully choreographed and just flips, and we got none of that. But that's the beauty of it. That's what the point I was saying earlier. Like she's so she's not trained. She has nothing other than the ability to use the force. She's learning. She's she's teaching herself how to use the force. Which neither so, does Kylo Ren then, right? Because no, Kylo, Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren was trained by Luke. Luke trained Kylo Ren, but he was raw. And it, we, we don't know how many years ago this and happened. Snoke, but it, and we got some Snoke training in there, too. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. So he's, he, he knows how to wield a lightsaber. And at the same time, you know, adding in Finn, you know, uh, I, 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 in theory, his training should have been put upon Finn. The same type of, of, of weapon training. Like, Finn probably was never trained with a lightsaber. That's, that's almost obvious, but... He had to be trained with some kind of hand-to-hand weapon. Maybe that thing that the lightsaber, or excuse me, that 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 that, that stormtrooper. Yeah, that was pretty who, cool. That was really when that, and it's, that, it's, it's that awesome. That bully sticker, when, whatever the hell the fuck it was. Dude. Yeah, and, yeah, and they grab and they basically you can see that them focusing on him. They know they know who he is for a number of reasons, but they everybody who recognized him just screams traitor. And yeah. then, you know, the, uh, that, that stormtrooper who screams traitor, uh, you know, who's got this random electrified bully stick that is lightsaber proof, is beautiful. It's so thought out because, like, they, they know that maybe it's not going to be Luke, but they're, they're thinking it's going to be. But maybe somebody's going to have some type of weapon, so they have to, 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 to craft some type of weapon that is lightsaber proof, and that's what that fucking bully stick is. It's it's lightsaber proof, and, and that, that's beautiful to me because it was so thought out, both by J.J. Abrams and the the First Order. Because like you, you see it, and they grab, and, and it's like that fight. So there's an obvious training going on. However, 
Kylo Ren fights like a bitch. <laughs> and like that's that's another reason like he's he he's so overwhelmed by what's going on. And you know, they that's, they all have why. the same they that's all why. have the same training they all have the same training. Nobody has the ability to wield a lightsaber properly. That's that's why he went to the dark side cuz he can't dance and Hansel never taught him <laughs> to dance. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, I, I fucking hate my dad too. But you know, he, he he's not he's not a bad guy. He's kind, it's kind of like I, I identified with this character. You know, like I hate him because I just want to be a bitch. You know, like well, fucking, <laughs> you know, like uh, Ben Solo hates his dad just because he wants to hate his dad. Like, there's no logical reason behind. Oh so, yeah, we we so, got a lot to learn about everything right now, and so so much, so much to learn. So that, that's I will why say I was that this piece with that a lot of questions at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. True. The one thing I, the, the one thing I did learn in this movie is I don't want to be a stormtrooper anymore. I did when I was little. Those fucking guys <laughs> are expendable. They're blowing up everywhere. This is so violent. It's part this of is the part of the job, violent. man. I mean, like, they, you my know. god. You know, but uh, that's just fucking what it is. Like, what if what if they're right, and the resistance is wrong? Like, what if? What if? Uh, <laughs> What well, Finn, if, Finn even yeah. says that that was his first battle. Finn says that that was his first battle. Yeah. So how many other stormtroopers have had that, that that was their first interaction with somebody else? Yeah, you know, once you get used to it, you just... But they got, yeah, okay, so you got some of them who have some level of experience. Uh, you know, there has to be that. Like, uh, like uh, Brianna Tarth, I can't remember who she is in this movie. I can't remember her name, but like uh, the, the silver stormtrooper. Phasma, that's right. Um, you know, adding in a Game of Thrones reference, but uh, you know, like that's like she's she comes off as the only experienced one, but as you point out, like she's uh, she turns out to be a pussy. Like she at the first sign of something going wrong, she's the only one with this code to to lower the shields. We can we we can assume. Yeah. And she lowers the shields, and then all of a sudden, it's like my my troops are going to come here and storm your you know, st- kill you. And he said, and Finn's like, I bet against that. And then Han, adding in some you know some some humor, you know, says we should put her in the in the trash compactor. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and like I, that it's beautiful, but at the same time, it's like she was such a weak character, and there was so much build up for her. I don't. I, I don't know. I mean, it, I again. Hey, please, she's, please she's around. Me. <laughs> she. She. I don't think she's dead. So you know. No, she's right. not dead. Yeah, exactly. She's not dead. I would like to say that I like the banter. This is very funny. Um, I like uh, like some of the one-liners when Han says to Chewie on the planet, "Oh, you're cold." I like. That. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, and uh, I think I think Han and Chewie did good. The one thing that blew me out of the water was C-3PO coming out of literally nowhere and has a red arm. That was just fun to see him in this movie again. And uh, it's just out of nowhere. He, the funny thing is that Hello, he kind of breaks... Solo? Is that what it is? Yeah. yeah, yeah. He, he kind of breaks the fourth wall in a way. Like, he just kind of puts his head in. He's like, hey, Han, how you doing, buddy? You know, it's like, what the hell? Where did he come from? Like but, I mean, that. that's that's also very C three PO esque. He he he's he's obviously not a human, so he can't comprehend that. I mean, he's a he's a translation droid. Yeah. So you know, he's he interrupts everything, every good moment. You like when 
when Anakin and Padme were uh, were getting ready to bone, he interrupts them, and because he, he can't comprehend that, he doesn't have that does not compute for him. No, it doesn't. Um, You're right. In, in terms of in terms of the red arm, there, it's not explained. It's not put in anywhere. So there has to be something. Now, again, this is just me thinking about the filmmaking process, and like, I, there has to be something that fucked up somewhere because. J.J. Abrams uses puppets. He doesn't use CGI, except for those those raptors or whatever the fuck they're called. There's there's very little CGI in this movie, other than what's necessary. Dude, um, he, but, uh, he he let the Wookiee. He didn't he didn't let the Wookiee win. That's what happened. Yeah, he did not let the Wookiee <laughs> yeah. win. But there, there there has to be something where they like they maybe they lost the arm or it no. broke no. or it did or it didn't look right on on, on film. To where something fucked up on the, on set to where they lost the arm. No, something I don't think that happened, happened with that arm. That's nothing what happened. I think this honestly, I think that's what it is. In every Star Wars movie, C three PO is disemboweled somehow. Not disemboweled, but he's he's torn up somehow. So this is just a reference about him being blown up some way somehow, and they find a red arm. That's what I think it's. Yeah, happening. He's, he's new. Th- no, he's just new new three PO. That's it. Yeah, just <laughs> new three PO. That's what. He, that's it. Like you know, you don't need to add a story. It's just that's J.J. Abrams. That's his. That's yeah. the signature right there. Okay, so here we go, guys. Big question: Were any of us surprised when Han Solo got killed by his son Kylo Ren on the bridge? How do we feel? Uh, I, uh, the answer to your question specifically is no. I was not surprised. Um, I feel like, I mean, you know, as emotionally, my childhood is ruined because, like, Han Solo was such an idealistic type of person. Um, but in terms of, you know, like when when the, when the scene happens and they're on the bridge, and you know, he says, "I'm torn apart. I don't know what to do." He's obviously made his decision. He wants to be with the dark side, but his parents, you know, and that's why when they talk in one, two, and three, like you, they take them at such a young age, so they don't remember their parents. Yeah, you know, and their parents. <coughs> excuse me. And you know why Yoda says he's too old. He's, he's too old. He'll remember his mom, and he does remember his mom, and he goes and kills all those uh, those Tusken Raiders. Anakin does. So that's you know, even though I had previously said that the the Jedi Order is bullshit. I think that that's a good reason why they had some of their beliefs. Um, you know, he's he's torn between his mother, not his dad. He makes it very clear he hates his father. Uh, but so, but he's torn between them and uh, what's it, Snoke. So he's he, he basically is you know he says I need there's something I need to do, but I don't know if I have the strength to do it. Will you help me? And we're thinking, you know, and the cinematography, uh, you know, sort of leads us to think maybe he's thinking about it, which he probably is, because you can tell the tone in his voice changes. But he, the, the fact that he killed him right then, right there, shows his dedication to the cause. Yeah. So, you know, I think that, like, that's – I hated it at first because, like I said, I think it, it you know, it sort of killed – a. Best a, a best friend of from my childhood, even though I wasn't around when this movie or these movies originally came out, you know. But it it, it was like you know I've seen them a thousand times, and you know, it, 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 for that I was a little bit off. But 
thinking about the story and thinking about the characters and what the Sith are, you know, those, those who are on the dark side, they need to make their call. And he did. And it worked for me. And I, 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 we'll see in the next, you know, couple of years where the movies and the storyline takes that. But, you know, there, it was, it was, it was beautiful. It, it had to happen. It this had is a, to happen. Yeah, this is new Star Wars. Okay, this is yes, this, yes. this is new Star Wars. Han's dead. That's mm-hmm. that, that's it. It's a new one. There's a new robot. There's a new droid. There's some new cats with uh, some new force powers. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is uh we already knew what we were getting into. This is number seven. This is mm-hmm. th- that that okay. There's it gets three and three and three. We all know that because we're keeping the first three in its own never never happened land, and then we're just gonna go on you know four five and six. People's religion, pretty much right there, and then this <laughs> new one is just is gonna be the new one. So we're just going off that, everybody. And uh, yeah, I'm gonna die. Contract yeah. says one movie. You know, you got, you know, you got top bill there, and move move it along, okay? Yeah. No, oh, yeah, uh, yeah I agree. If, if I'm correct me if I'm wrong, isn't he signed on for two more? No. If he, so, if, I mean, if he, there is, he'll probably appear. He'll probably appear. If there is, to. then you have many flashback, or you have whatever the hell it is. But uh, we'll see what happens in in the other in the other ones. Yeah, but, Han's uh, dead, dead, dead. I, as a door I'm man. looking. I'm looking forward to two training montages. I don't know, I don't know about you guys, but I'm looking so forward to two simultaneous training montages of Kylo Ren and Rey. Well, we'll see how that goes. We'll we'll. Uh, Luke Skywalker be the be the Yoda of our day, and will will the other Jedi's come out from hiding if there are any? Who because there has been an awakening, mm-hmm. you know. So the new Good breed question. is just like, oh damn, there's fresh patch of Mechlorians. I just felt that <laughs> shit. Someone spiked it in the water again. Hey Eric, I got a question for you. Yeah. Were you pissed or not pissed, or does it not matter to you that? Luke Skywalker doesn't say a word and is in the last minute of the movie. They talk about him for the entire fucking movie, so I think it's okay. Like everyone, you think it's okay? He's he is lead. Like if you, if, okay, I'll get, here's here's a here's a good, I guess thing to support this. A good point to support this. Uh, I did not know I was on Facebook, and uh, I did not know that there have been uh, actually a large number of people who have never seen Star Wars nor really care about it. Understandably what? so. I understand. They can go kill themselves. But I heard some people. <laughs> you know, I, I saw my Facebook feed, some coworkers and other people talking about. It. Is it bad that I've never blah blah blah? And then people were just like, oh, me too, me too. And they actually kept on pretty like going. I'll be at a lot of families now, but I'm just like, wow, really? Like uh, there is a lot of people who have not seen it. I chimed in on this commenting, uh, uh, I guess, up to a post or whatever the hell, and I asked, all right, just a quick question to everybody who has not seen it. I know that you have not seen it, as you clearly had stated in the comments above me, but have do you know the characters? Do you know a quote from the movie? Do you know the story of the movie? Like, what do you know about the movie having never seen it? And the majority of them can at least give you a character. They can at least tell you, Luke, I'm your father. They they can at least have some sort of subculture in your head, but that's just it. Is that you hear Luke when the Star Walkers, or you know, Star Wars? It's Luke Skywalker. Like everyone knows that fucking name. He is he is Jesus. Okay, like that's just <laughs> that's just what it is. Luke Skywalker is you know synonymous with with the brand. And yeah, if 
Then Mark Campbell's be like, well, if I need top billing, if I'm going to be in this movie, and they're like, well, Harrison Ford's going to be top billed. And he's like, all right, fine, then I'll be second. Can at least, <laughs> at least have me above Carrie. At least have me above Carrie. <laughs> yeah. For and the then Carrie's all like, well, it, goddamn feminism and shit. What's so, this movie? Well, if there's, if there's one thing we can gather from the career of Star Wars actors is that once you do Star Wars, your career is fucking over. <laughs> you know what no. I mean? Like, you, other than... Other, other than uh, fuck Harrison Ford, who's gone on to to make great films. Mark Hamill has 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 not worked other than being a voiceover for the Joker. Carrie Fisher hasn't really worked. Ewan McGregor's done some things, but he hasn't really done anything since Moulin Rouge. Um, you know, you've got uh, fuck, what's her name? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman. She's done some things. And she, and the, but her best role was when she was eating the pussy of another chick in fucking Black Swan. She has, you know, like she was, she she was in. Uh, Won she was an in Oscar Thor. for that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wish I could win an Oscar for that. That'd be fucking make me famous. But you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> but like, you know, I, I think they have nothing else. Why wouldn't you want top billing? Why wouldn't you fight for top billing? Oh, you know their that, resumes right now. That looks like that. Yeah, Mark Hamill's been. Busy as shit, man. He's doing projects yeah. like a bunch of them every year. Shit. Yeah. Mark they're all, vo- they're all voiceover work. It's all voiceover work. The voiceover actors are paid, man. Like, are yeah. you serious? Are you yeah, serious? Na- Nancy Cartwright gets like, uh, what, like $2.5 million in an episode. Dude. Just like, a just a voice Bart. Here's the thing. Mark, Mark Hamill's on Joker money. He's good. He's good. Especially after those Batman games that came out over this past. Apparently, five, he was years. in the Spider-Man series as well. Like, uh, he's, dude's been around apparently. Yeah, he's a, he's, a, he's a voiceover actor. That's what he does now. Yeah, yeah. that's fine. That's fine. Look, I was voiceover actors like at that game. Like, that's yeah. that's essentially acting. Like, I don't know. Yeah. There's a documentary on Netflix. Yeah, there is. Yeah. Well, whose voice is this? Or I know that voice. I think it's what it is. Yeah, that's a what good one. What, what, what's that? What's that one famous guy? It'll work. Yeah, or nobody. <laughs> He's on there. <laughs> yeah. See, okay, so, to me, in my serious point of it, um, I think the movie ended wrong. I don't think we needed to see Luke. I think the movie should have ended with her saying to Finn, I'll see you sometime soon, go into the Falcon, cut to credits. Because that scene with Luke was just not needed. The only reason why, in my opinion, he was in there was for the fucking paycheck. Other than that... The movie should have ended that way. She should have gone into the Falcon with Chewie. End of movie. That seemed like a better ending. I, 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 I Jordan, I love you, but I disagree with you so much. You don't have, That's fine, of course. Yeah, that's you, what I thought. You have to have Luke for in this movie. And and Eric, you, you pointed out the exact reason why. You know, like one, two, and three was building up to four. So okay, you can't have Luke because he's not fucking born yet until three. But. Every person on this planet knows the name Luke Skywalker. Even if you know nothing about these movies, you know Luke Skywalker. So even though he's in this movie for 10 seconds and he doesn't say a word, it's, it's you know, maybe they could have done more, but that would have been a three, three and a half hour movie. This isn't fucking Gone with the Wind. It's Star Wars. So you have to, you know... You have to put him in there somehow. It's the main fucking now, point of the entire movie. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're fighting to get that map because they know mm-hmm. what the map is. Like that's yeah, 
You're right. You're the, right. The, the map, the map in my mind was a cop out, but the fact that he was in there was perfect. Like, you, like he's he's got he's at this point in his life now, real time. He's the same age now that Alec Guinness was when Episode Four come out. So yeah. they're the same person now. Now we know that from the prophecy of Anakin being the the one that's you know turns the Force back to the light side and blah 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 all that bullshit we know from the other movies. He's he tried to rebuild the Jedi Order. He tried and failed. So he, like his father before him, is kind of a whiny bitch. So you know he he just goes into hiding. One thing, one thing happens, which we'll find out. We don't know what it is, and Eric, you pointed out earlier. Something fucking happens, and they and he goes into hiding. He he doesn't want to fight Snoke. He doesn't want to fight his nephew. He just goes into hiding in the equivalent of Northern Ireland somewhere. But you know, and I just want to point this out when they're talking about when, when Kylo Ren is is interrogating her in his little chamber and we discover that she has the force she he says he, when he's talking about what he sees in her mind is some little island somewhere surrounded by an ocean where do we find Luke on an, an island, island on an island surrounded by an ocean there's right. there's, so, there's something Look, there's something the there that they're going to explain I, I she touches the Horcrux and she sees it, sure, but yeah, whatever. I, there, there's something there. There's something there. Oh, yeah. I mean, obviously everything is set up exactly for it. I don't know what, what Finn's role is going to play in all this. Like, I don't know how, uh, you know, he's just stumbling onto all this because as we see right now, nothing is by accident. It is the works of the Force. Like, that's a big part of it, too. It's, he's he's going to be a watered-down Han Solo. He's going to be a watered-down Han Solo. It's been explained always by, like, the likes of it before that they, the actions of the Force are intentional and everything's just, you know, you have to bring balance to it. That's why, you, so you don't have this fucking Force thing just go around and be like, oh, you know, these fucking things going to happen, this plan's going to go here. You know, you need to bring balance to the Force, pretty much. So there always has to be a good and bad. But, mm -hmm. uh, well, you know, that's, it's just part of it. It's, it's part of the religion of Star Wars. What I will also Jordan. say, go ahead, sorry, buddy. If you, go ahead and add this. I was going to move to the next segment. Okay. Uh, I was just going to say this. What I like about the writing in this is they go to the planet where Han knows that little alien with the glasses, right? And this Maz, is where played Ray... by Played by Lupita, uh, whatever the hell her name is, Oscar Award winner. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, what I liked about this writing was they obviously knew that they were going to introduce Anakin's lightsaber that Luke had. Okay? Mm -hmm. How the fuck are you going to introduce this? He got his arm cut off with the lightsaber in Cloud City. Nobody's going to find that fucking lightsaber. So when Han Solo asked the question that I asked, how'd you find that lightsaber? My opinion in good writing is she's like, it's a long story I'll tell you later. And moved on. Now, see, to right. me, I know I'm bringing up little stupid shit, but to me, that's just good writing and somebody that gives a fuck about the actual property, unlike George Lucas. Uh, you don't know anything about Maz, but she knows apparently Han Solo and knows him well. Like, yes. we don't know anything about Maz. We do know that she's been around for a very, very long time. That's for sure, because yeah. she seems to know things that not a lot of people know. She seems to, have, uh, I think through her wording, lived through that war that they were battling through. So, you know, I think uh, Maz knows what she's doing. 
And wasn't oh, the, yeah. uh, what what they mentioned about something about the the temple of the first Jedi was that something where where Luke it's, was training Kylo Ren? Is that no? Han, Han said that the rumors were by the people who knew him best. That's where he wanted to go. Uh, that's, that's where, where they end up in the flick, right? Well, no, there's no temple. We don't see anything. But like they're they're saying. You know, Han says when they're talking about, you know, oh, it's all true. You know, everything you'd ever heard is all true. And the people who knew Luke best think he went to find the first Jedi Temple. Maybe he found it. Maybe we didn't. We don't know yet. But he's where he's at. We can theorize that the, the first Jedi Temple is there somewhere. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, Ed, I'm sorry, but what was your question you wanted to ask me earlier? I'm sorry. Hmm. Well, I wanted to ask you both. Okay. You know, I was going to say, Jordan, you can go first, and then Eric, and then I'll go. What do you want to see out of the next two movies? Like, what? where do you want the film to go, the, the next two films to go? That Number one, one, two, and three, we, you know, we, we can cast off one and two. I mean, they're builder films for three, and then three is a builder film from four, yeah. and then four was made fucking 50 years ago. <laughs> you know, but, <laughs> but excuse me, but where do you want to see the next two movies go? Well, did we already establish that before in our theories, right? I mean, I'm not trying to be a dick. No, but, what, what, but I mean, no, I'm asking like in specific, like here, here, here's what I have. Here, here's what I want to see, and then you, can, you two can go from this and, you know, tell me Okay. You think I'm right, or you know, you you guys can, you know, agree or disagree, whatever. I think in the next two movies, there's gotta be an army, and there's gotta be an army, and there's gotta be a for the force. No more trade federation, no more manipulation through deception, like we saw in one, two, and three. They need the bread stormtroopers, like the like Finn was. They need clone troopers. Uh, they need a massive fucking army. Kylo Ren needs to come out of his his training wielding the Force like a like a fucking video game, and he and I, you know, I think he needs to kill General Hux because at this point they're equals, so he needs to kill him, and just take over. He needs to take control of the army. Luke needs to train Rey, and he needs to lose to Snoke, not die. But he needs to go out in some crazy force battle that our fucking dreams are made for. They'll be grateful forever for. Basically, what in a long shot they have to lose in eight, and then in nine, Leah or excuse me, Leah, Leia and and Kylo Ren. Or Leia turns Kylo Ren back into Luke Solo. He turns him back. She turns him back to the light side, and together they defeat Snoke with Ben dies. I think that'd be the perfect way for this to go. More likely that's going to happen. Um, we can sit here for hours and hypothesize about what's going to happen, but the cool thing is what we got right now gives us those gives us those questions. Um, I'm excited to see what they're going to bring us. I can't wait to see it. I think sitting here, though, and I'm not trying to be rude, but uh, sitting here hypothesizing it, it's just going to make into a whole nother episode. <laughs> And uh, yeah. trying to figure out what we're going to do. But um, I'm happy with what they did with this. Uh, it has brought new life into Star Wars. It has brought new life into me with Star Wars. This movie has made me relive my childhood. 
and uh, I'm so excited and so happy for it. And will I go on record and say J.J. Abrams, best director ever? Because he revitalized Star Trek, and now he's doing it with Star Wars. I'm just saying. I, Eric, before you add in, I, would, I just want to say that I, I – I, to say the greatest director of all time, I, that's hard to do. But, you know, he's changed the world. He's changed the, the timeline of two of the greatest – Movie and TV series is of all time, Star Wars and Star Trek. We, I mean, we've had like the sharks and the jets fights about Star Trek and Star Wars. You know, it's like it literally is the, st- the sharks and the jets. But J.J. Abrams has taken the helm of both of these uh, franchises, and he changed the timeline of Star Trek. You know, where the he, he literally created a wormhole where people went back in time. And he and, and Star Trek, he killed he you know he killed Han Solo, and took another movie and just and made it into the the builder the builder for the next two movies. I think maybe he's not the greatest director of all time, but God damn it, he's the most brilliant storyteller in the history of, the, of film. Well, okay. <laughs> Uh, he played it safe. Eric, please. He, he played it. He played it safe, and uh, for the he gave a lot of fan service, a lot of a lot of nods to a lot of different things, and he put his own little twist on it. And Disney approved. He wanted to push some limits, and that's what they got. They got to push the little limits. Uh, Rules of Trilogy says that next movie will be a lot of foreshadowing and backstory, pretty much, and then establishing the conflict as well, the motive, and then the third is going to be the be uh, the big climactic ending. So it looks yeah. like they're going to stick with it because of how the first one was set up, where. It was well set up. It was introductory. Yeah. So that's probably what's going to happen right there. At least I hope so. It's always a formula. It's always been like that. Uh, the only big part that they could change from it is if maybe they do mild backstory or if they just do it into the big panel and then the third is just kind of, well, I don't know how they would do that backstory, but it's not been done no, too often and it doesn't it doesn't work out usually when it happens. So. No, yeah. That's, no, but, that's probably yeah. what's what's going to happen, so we'll probably get a lot of explanation of what it is. Maybe they'll just disregard the midichlorian thing altogether and just say, you know, well, this is how it was. Maybe that um, we'll, we'll get a twist on actually both sides of the story. Maybe the, the Empire or the First Order, that was we know it, the reason why they are is because the way the Jedi Council and uh, the way that they support pretty much the taking, unethical taking of these kind of, uh, you know, uh, these chi- these kids and the way that they train them and then maybe that they're just afraid of them kind of like how you know somebody's afraid of mutants in in the x-men series you know it's just you know this fearfulness like oh no one person should have all this or but then again they have the dark sith they're just kind of going in there to say well we'll control it we're just gonna get rid of all of them there's there's a lot of of shit going on and it could be turned either which way but and the next one, we're gonna see an established conflict. So they they stop the Star Killer, and they they're gonna be moving on. Uh, so w- the next part is what's the next strike? They're still obviously gonna be on the run, just because you know one they just disabled this huge fucking weapon, and so now they gotta rebuild and chase him down too. Yeah, we get that from the training from the from Jedi's, and uh, we don't know what's gonna happen there. But more characters are gonna be in the hunt now. We gotta go find Luke. We gotta go find. This new chick, uh, Ray. We gotta go find the resistance. We gotta find all these fucking people, hunt them down. Uh, maybe we will see a clone army. Maybe we'll see some other uh, familiar faces kind of join in too. So I think the second movie is going to be all that. The fan service is going to be fantastic. 
Uh, I'm probably, we're probably sure we'll see like uh, a new breed of the of the huts. Probably we'll see that too. Uh, I don't know. Maybe they even throw like some pod racing in there just to just to, <laughs> just to kind of just to kind of be like, yeah, this is a part of the world or a part of the universe or something like that. But uh, either way, they're that's what they're gonna do. They're gonna play their own game and they're they're gonna keep with the fan service. Like we saw a lot of it this movie. We saw the garbage can droids. You know, we saw the uh, the, the weird Latino-looking alien red fighter in the X-Wing. And, yeah. And, uh, you know, a lot of familiar faces there, so. All right. Well, uh, I think a bar I'm, scene, a cantina scene. Yeah, they, they did, yep. Yeah. Uh, um, God, guys, to go on forever. Um, uh, you guys want to get our review in so we can get our, our opinions in here? No need. Everyone's going to say go see it. <laughs> like, I mean, like everyone, everyone already knows that it's it's Star Wars. We don't have to tell you where to go see it. Not go see it. Like it's it's obviously a huge part of, of of just your generation. Like Star Wars has made a huge impact. You should see it just because it's something to talk about. If anything, if you don't like Star Wars, then don't go see it. But you already know what you're getting into when you buy a ticket to this movie. Like you know what it yeah. is. So either oh, you yeah. like it or you don't. Of course, everyone who's watching this probably does like. Yeah, of course, go watch it. Like. It's definitely worth it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would agree. I mean, like, I guess us individually going to our views is kind of minute, but yeah. I mean, like, I would agree. I think all of us would probably say go see this thing. I mean, uh, you can buy it on PlayStation Four. You can you can pre-order it twenty bucks on PlayStation Four right now. Pre-order it right now? Yeah. Oh my God! Well, you know bucks. this movie's gonna. You know this movie's gonna come out within a few months on DVD, and I can't wait for that. I know this is gonna be interesting. Um... I guess we can close out the show here with Rogue One is going to be the next Star Wars flick, which makes no sense, hmm. by the way. You know what that's about, right? Episode 9 is Rogue One? No, no, no. Just It's just it's just a spin-off movie. Okay. It's, it's coming out next summer. It's called uh, Star Wars. No, it's called Rogue One, a Star Wars story. And it is about the Rebels getting the plans for the Death Star. Wow, really? That's it. All right, damn. Well, when when did you hear about this? It's called Rebel One. Uh, it's it's called Rogue One. Oh, Rogue One. Rogue One, a Star Wars story, and it uh, it's coming out next summer, I believe. And this is just see what they're gonna do is. Sorry guys. Sorry, it's all right. My uh, my tablet died. <laughs> oh, it's okay. Um, so we were just we were just talking about Rogue One, about the new one. So what they're gonna do, uh, Eric and Ed, is they're gonna release the Star Wars episodes movies every other year, like every you know two years. So in between, we're gonna have spinoff movies. So Rogue One's gonna be the first one, and then in between Episode Eight and Episode Nine is gonna be a Han Solo spinoff, where how how Han yeah. Solo becomes Han Solo. So basically, Star Wars is turning into a comic book book, right? Mm-hmm. Franchise. All right, fuck it. Well, they're, they're, they're getting dis- they're getting Disneyfied, so you know. Yeah, that's I mean, what they're doing. You can't bitch about it because, like, they're they're getting Disneyfied. Yeah, no. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm just reading about it right now. They got, I mean, they got some actors for this shit too. Yeah, Rogue One is going to be a, a Rogue One's going to be an interesting one again. Rogue One is a prequel between three and four. And the whole movie is about how the Rebel Alliance got the plans to the Death Star, and it's going to end where four begins. Well, you're, if you remember, they uh, they did a thing where 
uh, you know, like when they said the how many you know how many Boston spies died to uh, have this information. That's what yeah. that movie's about. Yeah, that's what that movie's about. I, I well, all right, we'll see how that goes. Sure. Well, I mean, we we definitely uh, Eric and and uh, and Ed and I uh, really appreciate everybody listening to this episode. I'm sure. You had multiple choices and multiple other podcasts to listen to their reviews about Star Wars. So we thank you for taking your time to listen to us. Of course, check us out on our Facebook and on our Twitter page. And uh, check out our website, movieguyspodcast.com, for written reviews or other small mini reviews as well. Um, what are we doing next? I think it's Leonardo DiCaprio's next film, right? The Revenant? Uh, yeah, that's uh, a couple yeah. weeks. That sounds about right. Um, That's going to be interesting. Or the uh, the Hateful Eight is a is a good one too. Uh, there was a lot of Ooh, drama. Yeah. If you heard about this, the Hateful Eight and uh, Star Wars, because uh, Quentin Tarantino's sole purpose of making that movie was was shooting it into 70, 70 millimeter format at the uh, Cinerama Dome, a, a hometown favorite of his, nostalgic for him. And yeah. the Disney came in and said, "No, we want these theaters for Star Wars." And uh, ArcSoft or, or uh, ArcLight Media, uh, the people who own the theater, are in a bind because they had a contract with Quentin Tarantino to play his movie in those theaters. But Star Wars is like, no, we want that theater to play as IMAX or whatever the hell it is. And uh, what, what, yeah, do you, what do you he, do? He did do throw you, a fit. I mean, yeah, what do you do? Do you allow Star Wars to. I mean, because that's money. You know that's money right there. But Quentin Tarantino, I mean, I don't know. Hopefully they get more exposure on this and people want to go see Hateful Eight for the same reason. So. Well, maybe we can do Hateful well, Eight then, because I think I have a lot to say about that movie more than Revenant. I'm uh, I'm going to see that in 70 millimeter. Are you? Well, Quentin Tarantino did say, like I, you know, I was listening to his Howard Stern interview and a couple other interviews with him. He did say that he does not blame the theaters. He's mad at Dis- He's mad at Disney about it, but he doesn't blame the theaters. So I, w- I would, uh, in you know, in theory, I would love to see that movie so we can, you know, sounds like a good idea to do next. Yeah, I think that would be an amazing idea. So it opens idea. up Christmas Day. I'm hoping to go uh, – I don't know when I'm going to go see it, but uh, maybe that Sunday. But I'm excited to. I'm going to go see it. Definitely 70mm. Yeah, I would definitely like to see that. And then after that, guys, we'll begin into some of our retrospective series episodes, which, of course, you, the fans, will know more about those when we get onto those as well. They're not individual movies. They're the franchises, and we'll talk about those as they come along. But other than that, for the Star Wars uh, – podcast here for the Force Awakens, guys. Uh, thank you for joining us. This is Jordan. This is Eric. And this is Ed. Take care, guys. Have a great evening. And have a good holiday. Yeah.